Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's going on, y'all? James Higgs here from Infotainment News and ITN Live. Look, been wanting to do this for a long time. This being starting a podcast to go along with the with the site and go along with the other social media platforms we have. But been always trying to find the right platform to use, right? But been looking for how to get the message out to our engaged readers, our engaged viewers, how to essentially really how to monetize. And believe it or not, I found the right platform that's getting the job done, that's going to be easy to use and easy to set up. That platform is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. Check it out. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. This is an ad for Anchor, if you didn't guess that by now. Check it out. If you want to get started with Anchor, if you want to start sending out your message, owning your own platform, broadcasting your message, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me, join the rest of the diverse uh, authors and owners of content out there. Get your podcast off the ground. Let us know where it is. Talk to you soon. Y'all be cool. Oh, straight line. Oh, I guess we straight line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's no intro today because guess no what? <laughs> no, intro, no, no intro today because... The birthday boy. So when I say happy, you say birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Uh. The birthday boy didn't put in the stuff that make it look all cool <laughs> with the animations and all that good old stuff. My name is Corey Sanders. They call me Tall Boy. Scoop, James, aka James Hicks, is not here. <laughs> but we started at nine o'clock on time. But I got my boy Eric, Eric Burks, EB. He's uh, hanging no, out with us no. tonight in the lab. Oh. So you, the you literally boy, said, "Are you ready?" And it just said, "Boop, we live." <laughs> <laughs> so we just gonna go ahead and get this thing started. Uh, shout out before we uh, do anything. My man literally just pulled up on me. I'm I mean, sorry. how how cool is it to have uh, ATL legendary artists uh, pull up to your driveway and say, "Hey, talk boy, I got some merch for you." Listen to me now. Believe me later on from the classic song, Cell Therapy, if you know or love Goody Mob. That, uh, he pulled up on me and said, Tall Boy, I got it. I said, you know what? Thank you so much. You know, I'm, I'm all about supporting uh, business, black business, and uh, this is what you got. So check him out. Kujo Goody, that's K-H-U-J-O-G-O-O-D-I-E uh, on Instagram. If you would like to get a T-shirt like this, 
or any of some of his other merch, you can go there or go to Goody Mob's website, okay? Right uh, the, and they also have a new album drop in November 3rd. I'm, mm. No, excuse me, November 13th, two days after PlayStation 5. So, uh, no, no, one day. One day after PlayStation 5, uh, the new album Survival Kit drops. So, that's Trying to show love for my ATLians, but this is a tech show. <laughs> so, you're a true techie and you're a true tech person because you you mark everything based off of the next tech item that's coming out. So that's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, speaking of tech and speaking of PlayStation 5s, um, you, you know, it's funny because we were just looking this up and I'm going to see if I can uh-huh. find it. Uh, we were going to go somewhere else, but since we since we brought it up, <laughs> how would you like to win a PlayStation 5? I, there's a lot of people. Are, do you, are you getting one? Uh, you know what? I'm still. I, I got a PlayStation Four uh, to, to play with my son, so we can connect like online, so I can see what you know what he's up to playing the games. <laughs> I can't get into it. I can't get into it. I don't. I, all all thumbs here. All thumbs, man. All thumbs. What okay. about you? Okay, so you know I'm already on deck with it. I told James that I was not going to stand in the line for a pre-order. <laughs> the very next day, I was standing in line for a pre-order, <laughs> and not only did I get one, you know, we we, we got some plugs to where we got a couple extras. So um, we trying to just just try to be a blessing to some folks if 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 if, uh, if the money is right. <laughs> if this Burger King works out, if you can get the Burger King, get you a couple of meals. Uh, <laughs> There's three ways to actually, you know, get you a, a PlayStation Five. Right, so you'll be uh, entered in the drawing. So we were just talking about this. You could win yeah. a PS Five from Burger King, all if you order the two for five <laughs> mix and match. So, uh, so basically, I don't know if we play this video. Will it play? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's check it out. At Burger King, when you order a two for five, you might get a side of PS Five. Yeah. Two for five, mix and match. Buy and play game in app for a chance to win. All right, so the rules are you have to register for this contest first by downloading the Burger King app on your phone. Not on the computer, you got to download it on your phone. And you on your phone, you can make a purchase to get a token to enter the contest immediately. Hilarious, there is actually a mail-in method to enter. Must be some must be a legal thing or something like that. Um, you can also, you can only order for the two for five deal, nothing else. This includes the Whopper, the Big Fish, original chicken sandwich, or the chicken fries. No substitutions. You have to pay $5 minimum. So no using other promotions (laughs) (laughs) or getting around that in some way. So, you know, somebody will be like, well, what if I get this two for five coupon? No, it does not work that way. Um, the contest ends November 22nd, 2020. So 10 days after the PS5 launches, uh, you have to be 18 and live in the 48 states of, uh, of the U.S. or in D.C. And you can only enter uh, by buying something or earning a token once per day. You need to save your receipt. And there are a thousand PS5s to be one in total. Uh, you get digital codes, uh, Demon Souls as uh, and, and a PS Now subscription. And um, there's a whole lot of more fine print. So the best thing I tell you to do is just Google PS5 and Burger King 
And I think you'll find it there. So uh, that, and it might be on the app because there's there's actually three ways you can participate. And the one the one way you said going to the store, you can go into the store, uh, you can buy through the app, which is probably the easiest way because then you have your receipt right there. And then the other one is a mail in method. You have the, a mail in method. So yeah, check that out. Um, the site I'm looking at is bk.com/ps5-sweeps. Okay. So so check that out. All right. Well, just Google it. Yeah. If you want a PS5, just Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. right so, so now you're working from home, right? I am working from home. Uh, so what has that uh, situation been like? Like, can you tell me uh, how are you maintaining as far as, you know, communicating with your coworkers, uh, uh, you know, just getting business done uh, on a day to day basis? Are you using any streaming methods or is it just, just phone calls and emails? Like, what, what are you using? I mean, we use all the above. I mean, we, so I, what I, so we're working on the, this LAX pro- program out here and um, a lot of work going, a lot of work happening. You got the APM, ITF West, you got all these programs going all at one time to at some point it's going to fit together. So collaboration is going to be important, right? So what we're using, um, we WebEx, WebEx, we Zoom, we phone call, we, some people are in the office, you know, they, some people, uh, their jobs actually have to be on site. So they would actually rotate in the office. Uh, but some of the electronic tools that we're using is one, I, I manage the software that, that they use to met, to kind of, uh, hold all the data, the, uh, the documentation that goes through there. Right. Okay. Um, hold, on, hold on one second. I don't think people know how much of a techie you really are <laughs> and, and what your background is. You just said LAX and I got software and programs. Give them a little background, a little bit about what you do. And and what and and then we can go further the conversation. So basically, my background is, is basically a database administrator. So I, I maintain the uh, software that um, where all the documentation and communication and collaboration take place. Right. So uh, the software is called Prolog, and when uh, contractors are submitting information to us, it actually comes in through the software, and then we distribute it out to the team so that everyone is uh, informed of all the inform- of, of anything that comes on changes, uh, anything from issues happening on site, things like that. But collaboration is very important. So we we use tools other than that, the software, we do meetings, uh, WebEx, using WebEx, um, which is a very cool tool. We use Zoom. Some companies use uh, software like uh, Microsoft, uh, what's it called? Microsoft Teams. To me, it feels kind of clunky. Google has a nice little software, but honestly, my, my go-to is Zoom because it's user-friendly in my mind and most people's minds as well as WebEx. WebEx has been around for a, a long time. So, right. um, and I know you, I don't know, I'm not sure, are you a Microsoft person? Because I can't, Microsoft Teams, it was just hard for me to find out what goes where, you know, so, um, but you know, I, I know not- it's important. I'm uh, well. See, for me, I use a software called Whereby or Whereby. Mm-hmm. Um, so for my uh, live streaming shows, and then mm-hmm. I also use XSplit. And then here we are using Streamyard uh, for this particular uh, software right now for this streaming show. But for me, mm-hmm. um, I don't like Zoom because you, every time a movement is made or something like that, they mm-hmm. automatically take priority. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't like that. So with that being said, you know, um, I try to use a software called Whereby where you can have up to four people. But mm-hmm. with their paid version, I think you can bring in 12. And then if you get their platinum, I think you can possibly bring in 20 or 24. Right. Don't quote me. You have to go to their Whereby, dot com, and you can see how that 
uh, solution may best fit for you. But for mm -hmm. me, it works very well. Uh, WebEx, I heard, had a very good because um, um, it's a live streaming platform such as like a vMix or a StreamYard or mm -hmm. a um, uh, for Mac. What are they? Ecamm. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it's good, but that's what the professional TV shows are using. Um, the WebEx, is that correct? No, no. Well, so, so we're maybe talking about two different things. So basically, you have you have your broadcasting stuff like like the Streamyard and the things that you're 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 mentioning. But then what these other like WebEx are more of a virtual meeting place. It's like, right. like webinars, yeah. So right. it's not so much for broadcasting as much as it is for hey, you know what? We got to get a meeting. We can have like you know a couple hundred fifty you know hundred people on and having having an office meeting, uh, virtual meeting. So um, yeah, exactly. You know, you you kind of tailor your software for the for your need right so you're you're looking at uh stream so that we can you know broadcast have some have some uh oh my god i can't even think some banners and things going on some lower right. thirds right you know in um in meeting you can share information like notes uh you can you know do things like that but um there are some some software that are that are good and some software that are you know i'm not gonna say not so good but just a little cumbersome to get around so Right. So like for me, I use more, I use my software more for live streaming per se, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whereas like you're using yours for more like meetings and virtual stuff meeting. like that, exactly. virtual meetings. So yeah. your, your, your conversations are going to be a little bit more private, mm -hmm. whereas mine is more like last night I just did a, I produced a show uh, with a young lady out of Kansas, uh, Miss Watley. She did, she did a show, uh, her old school Tuesday turn up with CeCe Peniston. So, right. um, so that's more public where right, like, right. you're using yours for like webinars and training. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I'm um, speaking of, uh, you, you made a, a, a video that was kind of a, like, I don't know if it was a trailer. It was nice, man. What would you use? What'd you use for that one? Well, see, that's the secret, man. We, we got, <laughs> we're not ready to launch that just yet. Uh, but basically it's a teleprompter app that we're out nice. here using. And uh, it's a great way to promote our shows. Right, right, and right. Um, the I don't know if I'm ready to let that out just yet. You know, no, we're trying cool. to see. If, we're, we're trying to see if we can get um, one of the people, and it's still we're still in the early stages of conversations to get one of the uh, uh, workers or employees or staff that created the app to get on the show, and hopefully right. we can get them on in the following weeks. But it's a teleprompter app, and basically you type out whatever you want to say. And uh, from there, actually, I'll, I'll say it. the company is called Big View, B-I-G-V-U. Um, so basically, you type out what you want to say. It's a script. And then right. you just read it off the script. So it's not like you're all over the place. You can see it. It's right here on your phone. So you're literally, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nice. It was, yeah. it was very, very clean. Right, right. So yeah. that way you can, you know, get your get your branding and your messaging out to your to your people. Wow. Speaking of Microsoft, <laughs> let's segue. Uh, you were talking about uh, different tools for the job, right? And, you know, Microsoft was talking about they're going to forcibly open some websites in Edge, which is their new browser, right? Which is Microsoft Windows 10's new browser. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, what's your thoughts on Edge? Because when I use it for everything, almost, almost everything that I need it for doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I hopefully they're doing something about the because a lot of sites use this flash, you know, flash uh, capability like ActiveX, right? Where it, you know something runs in the background, it's like a 
you, you click it and, and it's reactive. But um, I don't know that I think all sites or all browsers are probably going away from that because of uh, going away from Flash, you're saying? Yeah, Flash from like yeah. ActiveX type uh, modules. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I'm more of a Google Chrome person. Mm-hmm. I've always been. I mean, it, it automatically comes preloaded on your phone. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I remember when I was in college, Internet Explorer was the thing. And now you're looking at, you know, you're going into the 2021 um, technology is taking over. And I guess, uh, you know, Microsoft is saying starting next month, users trying to access certain websites will see uh, Internet Explorer refuse to load the URL and automatically open the site uh, in Edge instead. So it's kind of messed up because yeah. if you if you are already um comfortable with Internet Explorer, which has been an established brand for years. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you know, um, trying to get away from it. Yeah, they're trying to remove from it. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like the side piece is about to be the, you know, about to be the new bay, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So um, they said it's only enabled for about eleven hundred and fifty six websites. So at the okay. core of this new feature uh, is a new DL file that Microsoft has been silently adding inside of Edge installments over the summer. So they've been working behind the scenes to yeah, make yeah. this work. Uh, so what if you don't have um, Edge on your? Uh, so I guess this is only be Windows ten and above. Correct, correct. So all the new phones, so newer phones moving forward. I but I would want to see if someone had like a Samsung eight or. Uh, maybe an older iPhone, how mm-hmm. that, how the, well, iPhones wouldn't work. It would probably be mm-hmm. more for Android. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're saying that um, they said you could possibly be doing it through YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Yahoo Mail, Stock Overflow, mm-hmm. Stack Exchange, VK, ESPN Chase, MoneyGram, eHarmony, and GoDaddy, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. Um, they said so. Starting next month, you won't be able to load those sites inside of Internet Explorer, and every time they will try, the site will be open inside of a new Edge window. So it's like I guess it's automatically like a forced download, right? right. What What do you think of that? Like, I, I don't. That's why I have Mac. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to worry about. It. But I, but I, but at work because I actually end up VPNing VPNing into my machine at work, so it could be. But I doubt that we we can't access any of these sites anyway on um uh, on the network at work anyway. So I don't think I'll be affected. Yeah, I don't think I'll be affected. I I know our website will be affected if um if they force it because uh, as it stands, the the software that I support actually does not um, work in Edge or is not supported in Edge. So do you? So are you completely all Mac, like all iOS? Like is that at home, totally- at home, but I, but I do run a uh, different browser. I do run Chrome browser. I do run uh, Firefox. It just depends on, you know, what I'm trying to do. Um, I like, I like Firefox when I'm, if I'm coding a website, you know, I, I can see some things. It has like a nice, uh, this firebug tool that allows me to kind of look at some coding uh, for websites in the background, see where, I'm, where uh, there are um, not defects. I mean, defects you could say are vulnerabilities. Um, then I use, for viewing a lot of websites, I'll go to Chrome and, you know, Safari, I'm not really into Safari so much. I, I, I do. It is my default browser whenever I'm looking at sites sometimes. Um, but yeah, right now my go-to is, is Google and Chrome and, and that's coming from a Mac guy. So. Mm, okay. What about you? 
Uh, I'm totally team droid, team, you know, PC. Like, I refuse to touch Max. Last <laughs> night, I was having an issue with with the show that I was doing last night. And mm-hmm. as I was doing the show, um, I was trying to I- I explain to the lady, like, hey, I'm going to send you this file. And when I send you this file, um, you have to cut it and share it, shall we say, uh, you you got to cut it and share it for you on your phone. And she was looking at me like, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I said, look, I don't touch. Look, I was like this. I don't touch. I don't have nothing to do with it. So um, well, just doing a screenshot from the phone. No, I was trying to send her the actual video. And oh, I yeah. said, here, I'm going to give you this clip. It's up to you to, you know, trim it down. And when mm-hmm. you trim down the video, then you mm-hmm. can upload it to your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think it was really hard, but she said, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, hey, I don't know nothing about uh, iOS. So I'm team I'm team Droid. I'm team, you know, PC. And, and I know that, you know, Scoop and I, we have our battles and our wars about yeah. what, what what that's all about. Uh, as far as, you know, he's all iOS and I'm all Droid. And it's like, hey, we've had this conversation when we first started. You know, um, you know, there's some features that you like and there's going to be some features, you know, that you're not going to like and vice versa. Right. And you just have yeah. to find a platform that works for you. So exactly. exactly. It's all in good fun, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of Androids. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> it, 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 look, this show might actually end on time. <laughs> so uh, speaking of Android, LG, um, did you hear about this new phone called the LG Wing? Man, down to Tony, I'm like, this is some. Uh, you know what? When when new, I'm I love new technology. I don't care if it's Mac, IO. I don't care if it's PC. When new technology comes out, I'm excited every time. I remember when we were doing CES. Right. I'm excited every time we go there. I don't care what it is. I'm excited. But this phone has me intrigued because you said it's like a it's a gimbal sort of. Right. So basically, it's a phone, and then the the top part of the phone swings out. And it makes it like a T-shape. So it's kind of like a gimbal. So Mm -hmm. you could still text on the bottom or watch a YouTube video or something like that. So it's kind of like my LG V60 dual screen. Mm -hmm. But um, at the same token, uh, you can now, you you know, like when you take pictures of people uh, at at the holiday parties or at your functions or whatever the case may be. And they all Mm -hmm. say, uh, (laughs) they all say, all right, guys, push in. Well, now this phone will allow you to do that. Um, So it just released today in India. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. So it released today in India, and I don't think it's available uh, until November. Uh, I'm trying to look for it. I know it releases sometime in early November. Um, I'm I'm trying to see when it releases. I saw it earlier, but... Um, basically it comes with a Snapdragon 655 5G chipset, eight gigs of RAM, 4,000 milliamp battery, which is kind of weak for me. Um, but it has a 32 megapixel pop-up selfie shooter up front with a triple rear camera that can be found on the back, which is 64 megapixels for the main, the 13 megapixel wide, and then the, the 12 megapixel ultra wide. So you have three Three cameras on the back, ultra wide, and um, the main, and right. and I guess it says it has two wide angle shooters. So I mean, it's kind of like a gimbal. Um, yeah. and, and they said it has a gimbal mode, which allows you to grip the wing 
second screen like a gimbal and access mm -hmm. uh, a few neat features with the 12 megapixel shooter. So you can only do the gimbal in 12 megapixels, not in the main right. regular camera. So that's the only thing, but it helps you reduce judder or the shakiness. Um, and it's funny because one of my friends, he always told me like, Tallboy, your video is good, but you got that shake going on. And it's like, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, so I'm thinking about getting it, mm -hmm. but I love my V60, man. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna, if there's no new phones that release uh, at Mobile World Congress in, around February or March, I may right. jump, jump out of this phone and go into the LG Wing. I'm gonna see what the reviews say. Um, but I like I, I like this phone here. Um, the only thing that I don't like about this phone is it loses the 3.5 millimeter jack. Mm -hmm. uh, so for your headphones, like right now, I have some headphones in, but everyone's you pretty much using Bluetooth now, and it's not mm -hmm. water resistant, so you can't get in the pool with the phone. It's splash resistant, but it's not water resistant. Right, right. So you can't take it under. Right, right. So that's the only. Now that would be kind of cool. Um, so that's pretty much it. I think it goes for nine hundred and forty-seven dollars. Right. So that's a little expensive, shall we say? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a little expensive for, uh, but it's 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 a it's a new phone, so yeah. it's, it's part of their new. Um, God, it's a new. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. Trade up program or trade in program? No, it's part of their Explorer program. So okay. LG, so you know Samsung and Apple always throws out these awesome commercials and say, mm -hmm. this is why you should buy the phone. LG is not, you've never seen an LG commercial. I, I don't, I haven't seen an LG commercial. In years. Maybe for TVs and refrigerators, but right. I've not seen them for phones. Yeah. Right, right, right. So for me, um, for them to do this, it's like, hey, we're just trying to show you new technology. We're giving you multiple ways or multiple use cases for phones. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you look at iPhone and Android, it's just the standard like this, but when I put my case in, mm -hmm. now I open up and I turn into a book. So now I have two screens. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, but yeah. I mean, what other company is is, is doing that? You know. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So it, yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I, I love I love the technology. Yeah. You know? technology. My problem is I can't let go once I have one. So I'm gonna tell you what I got. <laughs> this is this is the old model. This is the XX Pro Max or the yeah the uh, S the ten iPhone ten Pro Max. Still okay. had that one. Ended up getting the eleven Pro Max, <laughs> and now the twelve is coming out. Oh my! But you, you, what I used to do? Are you about to do that commercial? You gonna start singing? Uh, what was that? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you know what I used to do was I used to take my older iPhones sell them so I can have half the money to pay for the new one. And then right. I would pay off the, the, the new one, right? I have the money to pay the new one. I would do that. And then I found myself, as these phones kept going, the camera started getting better because I'm a photographer, right? <laughs> um, I'm a you know, like low-key photographer. Uh, so now the, the camera started getting better. I was like, damn, I can't let go of this phone. <laughs> so now <laughs> I started holding on to, to, to the older phone. Where I was like, oh, man. So, yeah. So, I'm to so out of the, the phones cash. that you have, what's the best one that you like? Um. Well, I do like this one because it does have the like the uh, the multiple ranges of uh, you know, the wide screen, ultra wide screen, and then you know you get more um, uh, more frame, you know, more picture in your in your in your picture. But the the, the quality of the of the of the uh, the quality of the videos and pictures are, in my mind, 
as good as me taking it with my, I, I just uh, also purchased this um, a, a couple months back, uh, the EOS R mirrorless camera. And it takes some, I, I can, I can shake and I'll take a, a nice picture out of that camera. <laughs> this is almost the same thing. It, it's, it's, it's so crazy. So I'm, I'm really excited to see the, 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 the 12 pro max when it comes out because it has actually more features than the actual uh, 12 pro. Um, so I'm, I'm waiting for the, the, that, that max, but you know, as, as, as we, as we talk about this and I see all the features on the phone, it used to be that, you know, the, when mobile phones came out, they were like this big brick. Then they said, Hey, let's make them smaller. I think they're going back to bigger. You start putting all this technology in it. They're getting bigger again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah bigger. Is, but see, you know what? Bigger is better. You know, like, okay. so like, like you said, back when cell phones first came out, they were in briefcases and they, were, <laughs> yeah. they, they were like, in a pack. Yeah, and you got the big block and you're walking with them. And, and then, like you said, they came real foldable and real small and the world's smallest phone. And then it was like, OK, well, let's get big. And then it was like they had the thing called the phablet. And then <laughs> so like a tablet and a, and a, and a phone at the same yeah. time. And it was like that didn't really go over too well. And then now, like you said, right now, you're not buying the phone for the phone. You're buying the phone for the camera. Boom. Bingo. Exactly. And, and yeah. so this is what James and I were talking <laughs> about, like about the, the 12. He said he wasn't going to jump into the 12 because yeah. he was like the features of the iPhone 12 were nothing. Nothing made it stand out so much for that him. made him say he had to go out. Right, of there. Right. Now, for right. me, I had the LG V40. Mm-hmm. So I skipped over the 50. And then the 50 had a dual screen, but it was the first generation. Well, then the wow. V60 comes out. And when the V60 comes out, look, it's a foldable phone, whereas the right. V40, the features that the V40 had, it was uh, it was a uh, it had three cameras with the wide angle. That mm-hmm. was their selling point. And then before that, it had the 3.5 millimeter jack. And at that point, if you're a music head, and at that time I was working in radio, so I'm always listening to a new music. So mm-hmm. with that being said, you know, you wanted to hear your radio. And, and Bluetooths were not as inexpensive as they are now. Right. Um, so it was like, yeah, I want that same technology. Now, before that V40, I had the LG G5. Mm-hmm. The reason why I went with that phone was because that was the last phone that kept the removable battery. Right, now right. we live in a digital age where there oh, is no yeah. there is no removable battery. So now you're buying cameras because based off of their uh, the quality of the camera. So right, right. for most people, but well, I mean, even with your phone, it looks like you have more opportunity to multitask. You can do a lot yes. of things having that. Yeah. So that, that yeah. So I got YouTube, but I can have YouTube up, and I can mm-hmm. have my notes in, and I can be sending my notes, or right. I could just like when I was using the teleprompter earlier today, I had the teleprompter up. But I was typing, I was copying and pasting everything from my from my notes. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to copy, paste, and then drop it off into the teleprompter app. And then I was good. I think in this new, there, there's a, the new OS, iOS for Apple. They allowed you to do have the picture in picture so that if you're watching a video or YouTube, it'll actually kind of minimize to be a picture in picture while you're doing your other things. But I think it's because of stuff like that, the competitors having the ability to have multi multiple screens and multitasking doing things like that. But what is your thoughts on, um, so Apple now has, and we'll go to the next segment. So a- Apple has now uh, this, uh, this, this, uh, I saw this, uh, well, you actually turned me on to this site about um, they're making their own Google now. So 
Are they trying to get away and, and, and become more monopolized and just so, hey, if you buy Apple, it's all going to be all Apple again. You, you know what I mean? So I don't know if you see your ad there. Yeah, the, or the, the article. Right. So Apple reportedly steps up effort to build a Google search alternative. So once again, you know, Apple is trying to be its own proprietary. They want everything to be them. And it's funny because, like I said, as much as you guys don't like Android, you're still using Google products. I think, you know, when I think Apple, I think Safari. But on your iPhones, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't know you guys were still using like a Google search, you know, because once Mm -hmm. again, I'm not familiar with the technology. Um, so they basically Google pays Apple billions of dollars a year to make its search engine the default option on iPhones. And I guess now Apple is saying, no, we don't want your money. We want to create our own thing. And they started, they're starting to roll out its own search technology to iPhone with its latest software update. So, um, I think it says in here, it says Apple pays between 8 billion and 12 billion per year mm. to be the default search engine on Apple products. Wow. Like right now, I just found out that my default search engine is Yahoo right now. And mm. I, and that's, I did something last night that I didn't want to do. And I, uh-huh. and I think I made it the default browser as opposed to Google Chrome being my default browser. So mm. I'm going to switch that over when, cause I'm like, something's not right with my laptop. And, you know, just to hear that, Google is paying them that kind of money. Man, what would you do with eight to twelve billion, right? Uh, I can tell you right now. Uh, but no, <laughs> that'd be a long <laughs> show. But I mean, but is that huge? Is that good or is that bad? I mean, you're saying, hey, you know what? You don't have to pay us this money. To me, that's that's, that's huge because they're saying, hey, you know, we don't need your eight your billions of dollars, right? But on the other hand, you're just like, I mean, is it? Are, are they are they cutting off? You know, are they biting off more they can chew until they actually have a, a certain? I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably already have it out there. You're not going to turn down billions of dollars unless you already have a prototype in the works, right? That that's actually working really well. So I'm, I'm in my mind. What do right. you think? Well, I think here you go. It, it's kind of like, hey, I'm grown now. I don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you were like 18, yeah. you were like, I'm grown and I can do whatever I want. And it's like, yeah. you know, if you want to step out on the water and you know, you yeah. want to be grown, by all means, go be grown. And I'm not mad at you for doing that. Just know that yeah. there's probably no coming back because if it doesn't work and you have to come back to Google, they'll lower probably, that money. They'll lower yeah, that. Yeah, they'll yeah, say, hey, yeah. well, we'll give you a million. <laughs> right, right. We're not going to pay you that amount of money. So uh, or we're not going to continue to keep paying you that amount of money. So, I mean, I think it's one of those things like you better be sure that this is what you want. Um, But I also think that if their search engine, when you think about it, I mean, sometimes new is good. You know, Mm -hmm. I I love early adopters. You know, Mm -hmm. if you have a new product, you know, I'm open to trying it. I think that that's awesome that you're open to saying, you know what, we don't necessarily we don't want you to be so big that you know that you've cornered the market that's that's what happened with um uh look at netflix Mm -hmm. you know blockbuster could have cornered the market if they would have listened and said you know what let's 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 collaborate Mm -hmm. with them and then now instead of blockbuster being out of business they could have cornered the market but they were you know fat and happy and like okay and here was netflix saying hey try our subscription model 
Well, I remember seeing Netflix and they were mailing DVDs DVDs. (laughs) overseas, you know, because when I was playing ball overseas, you know, I had some Americans that were there like, yeah, I got my Netflix, you know, in the mail. And I'm like, Netflix, what is that? You know, and it's like, but now Netflix has turned that it went from DVDs to now it's the number one streaming platform that's out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. They put Blockbuster out of business. Like who was Blockbuster's competitor? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, back then, what the 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 actual Blockbuster's only competitor was in that time was probably another like a your mom and pop video store. You know, they'd, they'd have a uh, you know the smaller video stores right. you'd go to. You know, we'd go there. Um, I know when I was overseas, uh, we would actually just go to like you know like a mom and pop video store. And when when we came back to the states, you know, you have Blockbuster. You know, you're, oh, let's go to Blockbuster because they have they have so much. But I mean, even now, I, I think with COVID. I, I can I can I can definitely see, you know, uh, Netflix uh, and I, I'm sh- I'm sure uh, Amazon's going to try to step in there too with well, their Prime Video. But yeah, I'm talking about, it. but but because there's no more theaters you can go to, right? So I'm thinking live streaming like l- movies are going to be the thing. You know, now well, you that, get your yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's no different from Apple uh, from music streaming. So remember. Right. You would, you would buy the tape or the mm-hmm. CD or the album, and then they went into uh, mini disc, which was a brief life shelf life. Then they mm-hmm. went into flash drives. Then they went into uh, um, download the the songs for ninety nine cent. To now yep. you're at Spotify. Yep. So um, you just said something, and I wanted to circle it back around with what what Microsoft and um, I mean what Google yep. and, and Apple is doing mm-hmm. and, and I forgot what it was but it, it's more along the lines of you know oh last week we were talking about Quibi mm-hmm. are you familiar with that mm, not, not okay. so much so Quibi is the streaming platform um, that they spent bill I think they spent bill, a billion dollars I, I, I forgot the actual article but they spent a lot of money Billboard ads, they were Times Square marketing, and they went out of business in six months. <laughs> Literally in six months. Yes. And yeah. that and, and so what you were saying about Amazon is gonna be the next thing, Quibi could have been mm-hmm. another competitor, but they weren't listening to uh to people that were offering their ideas. Right. And they were saying, Hey, you're a content creator, I'm a content creator, hey, we have some content. And it was like, No, nah, I don't know, we want that. Okay, right. well, well, tell me what you're looking for so we can create that. And whatever happened, it just didn't work. Right, right. So now, unfortunately, they're out of business. And then Amazon is trying to corner the market with Prime Video, mm-hmm. which, which is cool. Um, but at the same token, they just released, uh, I want to say about eight months ago, they just changed up their new uploading procedure. Mm-hmm. So you can't just upload any type of content. Back then, you can... Those indie films that were yeah. really bad, bad, bad. So <laughs> much going on there. <laughs> you could get your indie film on a whole lot easier yeah. about a year ago, but now yeah. the quality of content has to be up. You have to use right. a certain type of camera. Right. Um, you, you you can't just use your cell phone and say, I shot this all on my cell phone and I'm uploading right. it to, to Prime right. Video. So, But they're trying to be major players in the game. And right, right. now when you look at Amazon Prime Video, they even offer Thursday night football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, Netflix hasn't, get, when they get into the sports game, mm-hmm. say they do a partnership with MLB, NHL, MLS, NBA, 
if they do that, I think they will, they can really set the tone of their pricing the way they want to. Every yeah. two years, I think Netflix is bringing it up, mm-hmm. but you know, and people are paying it, you know, because James yeah. and I had also said, "How much is too much?" And I said, "Well, right. I remember it was five ninety nine. Now you're paying what fourteen ninety nine now?" Right, right. So, so that's so just so, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. But even having said that, though, you you know what's also coming up in this market, in this streaming of market. I don't, I don't know if you're if if it if like you wouldn't think of it, but it this is really what's allowing Netflix, um, Prime Video, and all these web uh, broadcasts to come up. Your Roku, your Fire Stick, your I mean, those have been huge for the market because now you have those preloaded. You know, you can go in there if you have your subscription. You can actually create your or start your subscription from those from those uh, those um, mediums, if you will. Right. Um, I think that's that that, that this is a smart that, that they were playing this this game. You know, it was like in the works. So that, I think that was a, a pretty genius. Well, I, like I said, and to circle back to the article that we were just speaking on, you know, mm-hmm. with with Apple being the new um, well, Apple saying that they're going to use their own. Um, use their own, yeah their own search engine. I think it's one of those things that Apple must know what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't think that you know you. It's like you're like I said, you're you're uh, you're receiving that that huge amount of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah for you to down. for you to turn it down. So you must know what you're doing. Yeah. So uh, you know that that I, I would love to see how that looks in 2021, 2022. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, but when they say they're going to be the new Google, are they going to truly be the new Google? Um, you know, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, not, I don't want to say dilemma. There was a show called uh, the um, how was it called? The dilemma, the um, social dilemma where they talked about Google and, and, and the things that was doing to people is, you know, making, you know, causing them to be, you know, uh, hit, hit, you know, hit, stuck on the phone. Is it? Are they going to take all that information and take it into consideration when they're building this platform for uh, their search engine? You, you know what I mean? Well, it says here when iPhone users with iOS 14, the latest iPhone software, type a query into the search window. Mm-hmm. Apple now shows its own search results instead of Google's. Mm. It also de- displays autocomplete style suggestions, highlighting how it is learning. From users, most common search queries, and however few are likely to have noticed the change. So they're already doing this. Hmm, so I did not notice that. <laughs> so I mean, like I said, they're still taking Google's money, but I mean, I think Google's going to wise up and say, "Well, if you're going to do this and step on our toes, then right. we're not going to pay you." So maybe, like I said, and it's all—it's like Big Brother. I mean, Little Brother's time. Little Brother wants to use that use its own wings, or they want to fly. So, I mean, maybe it's that time. I don't know, but for me, I, I like having options. I, I like to have an option. I don't want to have just one option to be able to do a search. You know. Um, well, you can go to Internet Explorer. Not on this phone. <laughs> um, actually, actually, I was able to install Edge. They don't have Internet Explorer for the phone, but they have Edge. So I did install Edge for my for my work email. So it does allow me to use Edge um, using my browser. This is my little browser set up there. So I got Edge, Firefox, Chrome. I uh, got the Firefox uh, privacy. And there's a new uh, browser in there, Brave. I do oh. like Brave. I've never heard of Brave. 
Okay. Well, I earned Bitcoin. For, I earned some uh, some altcoin from Brave. So <laughs> anything to get some free altcoin, you know, I'm, I'm in there. I'm, I'm all about the altcoin. So we're gonna let you talk about Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Not tonight, but one of these yeah. nights we're gonna be like. I don't know nothing about Bitcoin, so. Uh, but, but that's the only reason why I got brave. That's the only reason why I got. So, brave out, so out of those five, out of those five on your Android phone, what is your favorite on those? My, out of those five, my go-to is Chrome. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, Looks like something's happening over in your neck of the woods. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm originally from Atlanta. So, you know, 404-770, those are like the numbers that say, yeah, I'm true to Atlanta. And it's funny because my phone number starts with a 678. And because I had changed my number so many times, um, when I finally tried to go back to 404, um, (laughs) they say, we we, we don't have any more numbers under 404 or 770. So I was like, all right, I'll take the 678. You know, this is that new class, that new crop. And then they came out with a new area code called 470. So I'm like, wow. man, that's these new folks that just came mm. into Atlanta. They're <laughs> fake. I can't fake. do this. Well, <laughs> now look at this. Move over 404. Uh, Atlanta gets a new area code for the first time in a decade. Um, so now the new error code is supposed to be, it was announced today that the new error code 943 will join the four other <laughs> Metro Atlanta. And this is just for Atlanta, man. Can you believe yeah, that? We're not awesome. talking about Macon. We're not talking about Savannah. We're not talking about Columbus, Georgia. We're talking about just Atlanta. We have, we will have four different error codes, um, uh, coming soon. So they, they said, um, uh, North American numbering plan administrator announced that 44-770-678-470 error codes will be exhausted by the second quarter of 2023. So it's that that many people living in the city of Atlanta. Can you believe that? I can believe that because a song that came out about having different people in different area codes. they said the uh, Erica will cover the Atlanta metropolitan area defined as the cities of Alpharetta, Duluth, Dunwoody, which are all up on the north side of town, East wow. Point, Forest Park, Gainesville, which is down towards the south. Long- wow. Griffin is out southwest, I want to say. No, mm-hmm. it's south. Uh, Lawrenceville is out east. Mableton is out west. Marietta's north. Peachtree City is south. Roswell, Sandy Springs, Smyrna, they're all north, and Tucker is out east up here in Atlanta. And uh, they said this is the first time the new era code has been introduced for Metro mm. Atlanta since 470 was. Mm. Um, the original statewide era code in Georgia was 404 in 1947, and 770 was added in 1995, and 678 was added in 1998. So... Um, they said the new area codes won't be administered until carriers have run out of the existing area codes and people who have an existing area code will keep it. Hmm. And they said the new, and the new area code is expected to f- fulfill Metro Atlanta needs for the next 10 years. What's the population there? So, I mean, is this, this newcomers, new people coming into town, people being born or just buying phones? Man, no, you know what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> they come to Atlanta for a concert, event, uh, gay pride weekend. And they'll uh, stand. 
And then they're like, man, I didn't know Atlanta was as live as this. And then they're like, hey, I can live as cheap over here. for Like, I don't know what your, you know, rent or mortgage is, you know, where you live at in California. $3,000. So three thousand dollars a month, <laughs> and, and and is this the same place that I saw a couple years ago? Same place? Oh, no, no, that was me. That was a, that was a like a one bedroom loft. Um, okay, that I, played that, and I only paid fifteen hundred for a month that one, but that was more inland. But now that I live more towards the beach, this is only a two bedroom. It's it's a good square foot. I think it's like almost a thousand square feet, but um, but it's three, almost three thousand dollars. A thousand square feet for three thousand dollars. You can probably <laughs> yeah. get a whole house. Yeah. For under that here in Atlanta. Now, yeah, don't get me wrong. Know, gentrification, gentrification is taking over here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people, like I just had a cousin. She's from Memphis. Mm-hmm. She relocated out to Vegas and just last, what, no, three weeks ago, she just moved to Atlanta. And mm-hmm. it's like, like we fool. Like, I love you, but mm-hmm. we, we, we fool. Go back. Go back to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, <back> to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think people are starting to move out of California too. Yeah, so I mean, I think with her, you know, she loves it because she does music. Atlanta mm-hmm. definitely has a strong music scene. She's a vegan, so with her being a vegan, she, you know, this is all like right into her alley. Whereas I think she was saying that you know the music scene, the vegan scene, was not really popping or doing the things that it needed to do in in Vegas, in Vegas the way she wanted it to do. So right. I don't know. Hmm, that's crazy. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So interesting. Um, how many area codes do you guys have out in California, or in the, in, 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 in the LA area? I've only I've only really been in LA for shit, since 2010. So I'm not I'm not really I'm not from LA. Um, I I mean there's like a 310. Uh, was 424. I mean it's quite a, it's quite a few. Five one is it five one zero? I don't. I don't even know. I know Sacramento had a bunch of area codes. Start started to get a bunch of area codes because that's where I was up before prior to coming here. I was in Sacramento, and um, there was a nine one six and some other stuff that you know, they they started getting new area codes as well. So this is uh, it's nothing new. It's just you know places start to grow, develop, people start to move in in there, and um, I'm sure I'm sure L A has a lot of area codes because there's a ton of people here. Wow! Wow! Well, I mean, like I said, the new area code for Atlanta, I think that this will be good. Mm-hmm. But I know that the first person I see with a 943, I know jokes are going to be coming in. Like, you're not really from <laughs> yeah. you, you, you really not from Atlanta, you know? So, newbie, so, newbie. Yeah, yeah, you're a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say nothing. You, right. ever, you got no stripes here. Right, right. You have no stripes. <laughs> um, all right, so PlayStation, we talked about it at the beginning. At the mm-hmm. beginning. But they uh, launched a new app. Uh, have you heard about it? Um, it allows you to enhance your gaming experiences on PS4. And when the PS5 comes out, did you, did you hear anything about this? I have not. Um, is it just so it is on the PS4? So I, I guess I got to turn that thing on. And uh, <laughs> so, I got so, a PS4 sitting here that so, I, so, I play so I can talk to my son. But what's up? So last week they just did a new user interface for mm-hmm. the. For the uh, for the PlayStation, and a lot of people weren't happy because it said that PlayStation would monitor uh, your chats, or you can report your chats. And you know, I guess if you're being physically, I mean, being verbally abusive, you can report, or they would listen in, and then you can get your accounts banned. Mm-hmm. And there was no real 
uh, clear definition of how that was going to work. Mm -hmm. Um, They did get rid of the avatars or the the skins. So if you didn't have the skins before the new uh, update, then you'll never no longer get them. Um, The PS Vita, the PS3 and the PS2 games, you used to be able to download them on your PS4. Mm-hmm. But now they wipe them clean, so it's only straight PS4 and PS5 games. Mm. Um, so they were saying today, this just came out today. Wow. Uh, they're introducing new ways to amplify your connections with friends and the games you love to play, even when you're away from your console. And they are pleased to unveil the updated PlayStation app uh, and reimagine to enhance your gaming experience on both PS4 and PS5. So you begin to they'll be beginning to roll out today globally through updates on iOS 12.2 or later and Android 6.0 or later on the mobile devices. Um, the PS app introduces fresh features such as voice chat, native PS store integration and a smoother experience delivered in an all new design. Mm. Um, so you'll they said you'll see the design with the interface. Um, with a new home screen that lets you quickly see what your friends are playing and access mm-hmm. details about your recently played games, including your trophy list. So it's funny because the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and he was like, Tall Boy, he says, you don't really play PlayStation 5. I mean, PlayStation 4. All you do is play NBA 2K. He said, that's all you play. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, how did you even know that? Like, I mean, <laughs> it tells you, you like the last time you signed in, what game oh, you wow. played in. And I was like, I didn't even know you were in, you know, I didn't even know you were following me, to be honest. <laughs> right. And then for you to tell me all you ever play is 2K, it's like, yeah, that's me. That's me all day. <laughs> so now I got to go switch it up and put Pac-Man in, put Call of Duty <laughs> in, put Hitman in. I got to put all my other right. games in right. and, and, and go from there. Um, they said message integration. Uh, you will now be integrated in the app so you can seamlessly message your friends all in one place. Uh, so I take it that you can do this on your phone. Yeah, um, they have it on the phone too. And it will, the PS messages will no longer be available as a standalone app. Your existing messages and threads and PS messages will be carried over to the updated PS app. So when you send your messages on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. you can also send them through your phone. That's pretty dope, you yeah, know? Cool. So you're, I mean, I don't know if I would be sending messages to my friends that are on PlayStation through my phone, I don't know if I would be doing that, but you know, um, well, my, son, my son would do that. Right. So we were, I'm playing with my son and you know, he, I don't play. Right. So I'm in, I'm in there. He, he's invited me in to play with his friends and stuff. He'll, he'll text me, dad, don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's, that's the only thing I use that messages for. I was like, Oh, okay. Cause you know, he didn't want, we didn't want to say it on uh, live. So, it's, you know, he didn't want to embarrass me, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now, look, Tammy is over here saying, maybe I'll get out of that. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, so now it's like, babe, uh, turn the game off, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. do you really got to download this app to tell me to turn the game off? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so um, let me see. What else does it say? Uh, let me see. What did I do with it? Here we go. Um, this says the voice chat and party groups. You can now create party groups from the PS app and voice chat with up to 15 other friends through your mobile phone. I thought you could do that. Oh, on the phone now, because yeah. you, could already, you could already do that on the um 
Right. On the PlayStation. So. The PlayStation. And uh, they said, and this is what I was talking about. The PlayStation team is looking into your feedback around the parties changing uh, introduced in the PS4 system software update. So that new update where I was explaining earlier mm-hmm. about how they're monitoring. Uh, there's no updates to share today, but thanks for speaking up about <laughs> your concerns. We're listening and evaluating. Um, they're natively integrated PlayStation Store and remote download. So hmm. you can do a fast and smooth shopping and browsing with the ability to remotely download games and add-ons directly to your PS4 and 5. So apparently you can just do this from your phone and say, I want to download. I pay for the game. Say 2K comes out. You're not at home. And I, I, I'm taking it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can say, I want to just purchase it from the phone and it downloads right into the PlayStation. Wow. Wow. Now, that'd be do that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, new features up for the PS five. Uh, you'll be able to remotely launch games, manage storage on your console. If you run out of space while downloading a game and quickly sign in the PS five straight from the PS app. So wow. you're coming, you're coming in the house and you're like, Hey, let me just log into my PS five make sure I, you know the game is turned on i don't know if i would want to take it to that extreme but there's some true gamers out there that would so right so i mean i think uh if you don't have the ps app yet you'll need an account for playstation network to access the updated app mm-hmm. and um that and you can go get it from the app store or the google play store so mm-hmm. i mean i think that's pretty cool i mean well, yeah that's pretty dope yeah, yeah that, that's that, that's pretty dope. I, I, I like that. So I, I don't know. I think I'm a. I have enough apps on my phone, but um, I don't know. I may I may look into it and just see play with it for about a week or two and and, and see what it says. Right. right see right. see what it does. Yeah. I might have to just turn that thing on. I haven't turned it on for a while. Uh, my, you know, uh, back you turn your PS4 on. So what games do you play? Uh, shoot, what I was playing, he, I can't remember this. It was a car game. There was a, I know we played Mortal Kombat a lot. Um, we played, um, what's the one where the guy's like, it was almost like a medieval times. He's jumping from the ceiling. God, I don't know the names of these games. He says, Hey, jump on this game. I'm like, oh, okay. So we're playing these games, but, um, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. That thing has been off. <laughs> I have not seen the blue light on that thing. And like, it's collecting, no. it's collecting dust. Well, hey, you, you might want to turn it on because I didn't turn mine on for about eight months, and then oh. I started having problems. I had to get it serviced, <laughs> and they told me that the dust collected inside of it for so wow. long, wow. and because I didn't turn it on, I had to get it replaced. So I had to ship it, mm-hmm. you know, ship it to PlayStation, and then they had to ship me a new one. And I wow. tried my best. To not let it go without a couple of days without turning on. So, right. That was well, those experiences. We haven't played, I want to say, since May, because in May, my son turned 17. <laughs> so, during that time, probably a couple of weeks after, I got him a car. And ever since he's been in his car, <laughs> he's not been he, playing that game. He ain't got time for those games. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, that's funny. That yeah. is funny. So, I think All that's right. the whole reason behind that. All right. So, are you in the drones? I am in the drones. I got two of them. I got a Mavic Pro and I got I got the DJI Mavic Pro and I got the uh um the uh Phantom 3 Advance. Cool. Okay. Well, I just heard about this. Um I just got a drone for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I got the Mavic Mini, so it, it's not going to do all these cool features that that they're that they're about to launch. But Ohio Drone and T-Mobile 
to bring live streaming tech to drones. Yeah, but how do they? Because my drone, I could, I can fly my drone now. So both of them, even when I had the Phantom before I had the Mavic Pro, um, I, I would fly the drone, and it, you know, you because you're flying it from your phone. So I would be sh- live already on Facebook. I'll shoot all my drone footage, and it comes in and it, and it streams already. So I, I guess what are they doing differently? Okay, so they say Ohio Drone has partnered with T-Mobile under Amatola. LLC to bring live streaming capabilities to drones via T-Mobile's 5G network. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the partnership, um, they said uh, they had a commercialized a live streaming platform for drone operators called Streaming Revolution. The, co- the company hopes to have 100,000 accounts running within the first year of business once it goes live in January 2021. Oh, so their own platform. So their own platform for streaming. So when you stream, not just you don't just stream at Facebook. Right. On your, it'll, yeah, yeah, it'll give you some other options that you can actually plug it into. Right. Um, so the my, my thing is, when, when will they build a drone that will probably have a SIM card in it? So you just, you know what I'm saying? So that that you can just it just streams really live. You don't have to look. You don't have. To, well, so, OK, so here's how it streams from my phone. Right. I have Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. I, I, my phone connects Wi-Fi to the drone, right? My right. phone is already on the land on the uh, on the data line, able to access Facebook. So you can, so oh, I see what you, I see what they're doing because those networks are CDMA, and on a GSM, I can be on the phone and the internet. You see what I'm saying? I think that's the capability they're talking about. Okay. I was trying to I was trying to figure it out because CDMA you can't be on that you can't be like in on these like Sprint phones and or well I guess T-Mobile I thought was DSM but uh, on most of those phones you can't like be on the internet and do like a text message or or, or like uh, you know take a call. Hmm. It'd be either or. Well, it says here the company hopes to have a hundred thousand accounts by twenty twenty one. And uh, the live streaming platform will be first be available to government enterprise users with consumers gaining access by Q4 2021. So it sounds like they're trying to be their own Twitch. Okay, gotcha. That's what it sounds like. And they said, we started using live streaming technology to optimize our field operations in 2018. With the evolution of the industry, we've seen how in demand a solution like ours is for the field operators or in anyone needing a live streaming system capable mm-hmm. of high data performance. So, you know, I yeah, would I want to stream on another platform? Yeah. I, well, no, I don't know. I guess it, it depends on if it's useful. I know what we do uh, at, at, at work at the, at the nine to five. You know, we have like drones up there, so we don't have to hire a, hol- a helicopter pilot or a, or an airplane. We right. just throw a drone a drone up, and we can see all the progress that's happening. Shoot progress videos, shoot progress photos. You know, all that over you know aerial shots. You know, it used to be a fortunate to do an aerial shot for uh, at a at a big commercial site, and now it's like you just throw your drone up. Okay, we got we got aerial shots. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it cuts it, it cuts the middleman out. But mm-hmm. I mean, at the same token. But I just don't understand why you would want to stream on a platform. On a platform, yeah, on its own platform. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, like I said, because I'm, I'm already streaming live when I fly my drone, uh, and you'll see. When I don't know if you put your 
took your took your mini up, but you can do that with your mini too. So your mini, your 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 Wi-Fi to your mini because you're gonna you're gonna say, hey, it's gonna say connected to connect. You're connecting to the uh, to the mini, right? And then your your data line is always gonna be up, right? So you're you're unless you turn your data line off because sometimes you don't want to get a call while you're flying your drone and you think your right. drone's gonna fly. Hence having the two phones, <laughs> but I can, but I can, but it, it will stream straight to the Facebook straight, not to Instagram, but I go to Facebook and, and uh, YouTube if I, if I throw it up there. So okay, wait, not YouTube, Facebook. I've only, yeah, I guess I've only done it to Facebook. You've only streamed to Facebook. Correct. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. If you go in there, you see some drone footage on there on, on, on the Facebook. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know once again about another platform because it's already hard to get people to come over to Twitch. So, <laughs> I mean, people know Facebook, they know YouTube, they're going to be more comfortable with that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, well, uh, James, I hope he's out there celebrating, <laughs> celebrating birthday stuff in his face and all that good old stuff. You know, it's his birthday. So I, 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 I would be remiss to not say, you know, James has been a good dude. He's, uh, you know, he's always trying to find innovative ways to keep yeah. the media, uh, you know, doing some, you know, some cool things. And, 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 you know, for his mom and his wife to say, look, <laughs> you're taking a day off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, so I, I'm, I really hope that he enjoys this day. Yeah. I hope that uh, he he enjoys his birthday and he gets that big cake with the the big red lipstick on his cheek from his uh, from his wife and the the big hug and from his mom, no from his mom. Oh, and yeah. I hope the kids are brave enough to give him uh, what fifty something punches. So. <laughs> <laughs> with them lashes in there. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta get the lashes in. So uh, yeah, I, I hope he enjoys his birthday. Yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me sit, sit in for him. Uh, it, it, it was fun. It was good tech, talking his tech stuff. Um, I, I, although I'm, I'm a techie, I don't really talk tech a lot. <laughs> but uh, it, it's good to uh, – yeah, it was it was fun, man. I, I liked it. The lab the lab is pretty cool. So this is what it looks yeah. like in the lab. Nice. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. I mean, we, yeah. We, we try to, you know, be innovative. We try to keep people informed. Like I said, PS5, you can go to Burger King. Get the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't forget hey. your Hey, I'm just saying because hey. I mean, it's so hard to get those pre. I, I have I've joined a couple PS5 community groups, and you know people are really crying. And I'm like, man, come on now! If you had a PS5, you had a chance to get multiple. You yeah, would be yeah. selling. You would be selling them for more than the market value as well. Right, I mean, right, that's right. what that's what America is all about. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and. Go buy up all the toilet paper and all the hand sanitizer, and you know, charge. But get that PS (laughs) five. I'm not telling you go charge four times the market rate for it, but I am just saying, you know, like for example, we bought some uh, Lysol, Mm -hmm. um, and I had to ship it to to Michigan to a family member, and it's seven ninety nine for the can of Lysol. Okay, cool. (laughs) Pay the seven ninety nine. No big deal. Get to the UP. Get to the post office. They say you can't ship it because uh, it's, a, it's an aerosol. Yeah. So you have to do ground. So I go to the UPS store. <laughs> By the time I got through paying for the box and the shipping, I paid thirty dollars. That's how much I would have had to pay if I would have went to eBay. So it was like, uh, uh, so yeah, it came from my hand to your hand, but you would have just got it cheaper and a whole lot faster. Well. <laughs> Well, actually, the same price as you just went on eBay. But wow, 
I'm only saying this to say you can't be mad if someone was, you know. And, and did you hear about the PS5 store? Mm-mm. The uh, PS5 store? They're going to have its own store? No, no, no. Story. The story. So oh, no, they, no, no. So when they first came out, um, they did pre-orders online. Mm-hmm. And you were trying to put your pre-order information in. And by the time you hit send to confirm, it says your PS5 is no longer available. So the bot. The bots were taking them because the computers already had the already has the pre the the, load, the information loaded in. You know when you type in your name, all your yeah. stuff comes in credit card, yeah. and you just click send. You're typing your information in. Wow. So so the bots were taking them. They said that they were going to do another pre order with Best Buy like two or three days later. Mm-hmm. They did the pre order, and within one minute, all the pre orders were gone. Man, one minute, sixty seconds. Wow. So like that movie Gone in 60 Seconds, it really yeah. happened. Gone it really in happened. And so what I said, I would not stand in any lines. But then when I was reading up on the stories, it was like, all right, GameStop is giving away or not giving away, but they're doing pre-orders. And wow. I literally called five or six GameStops here in the Atlanta market. Some said that they were not doing the pre-orders. Some said that they were. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunate. I, I just said, you know what? Let's just get in the line. I think I need to be there at six o'clock. Uh, I was number five in line. So <laughs> when yeah, the late, so the store doesn't open till 12. Right. So since the store doesn't open to 12, <laughs> when it's 52 people in line about 1130. Wow. And the lady gets out the car that works at GameStop and says, why are you guys all in the line? all in line. And she says, did you not see the sign, you know, on this, on the door? And she looks and she's like, there's no sign. He didn't put it up last night. She says, well, we only have eight PlayStations. <laughs> so the other 52 minus eight, were, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, some people just packed up and left. Wow. Some people were like, all right, I'm just going to, you know, maybe there's just still a chance. Then it got to a point to write right at 11.57, 11.58, this one guy said, hey, somebody just confirmed that they had mine. Anybody want to take my place? It's going to cost you. One guy pulled out 1020s, and he said, here, $200 just to get seat number six. <laughs> yeah. He gave up $200, and he got his uh, PlayStation. Well, he got his PlayStation pre-order. Pre-order, yeah. yeah. So, and and thus far, I just heard today, and I haven't had a chance to read the article, that they said that they will have some more pre-orders available, I believe, November 1st or 2nd. I Mm -hmm. forgot. I have to read the article, but that's what I mean. Ready for Christmas. Well, I'm hoping that those pre-orders don't go so I can flip mine at a higher price, man. But, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the demand, if there's no demand, then you yeah. have to sell it at a regular price. Right, right. For sure. So, so hey, man, I need to have a Merry Christmas, you know. Yeah. I, my, my girlfriend wants knives and and, and she wants uh, what meat slicers. And <laughs> she wants all kinds of, hey, how do you think I got to pay for How do you think I'm going to pay for this? So, it's like, hopefully. PS2, yeah. I got I to <laughs> so that's what it is man it's the lab thank you guys so much for tuning Appreciate in and leaving your comments uh eric thank you so much for hey, thank you on this show um i don't know what he did with the ending and all that yeah. good stuff so when we remember, get- the vote. remember the vote oh yeah days left. this tuesday 
This Tuesday is the last, it was November 3rd. That's the day to vote. So if you have not voted, I don't care who you vote for. Just vote. Just vote and understand who you're voting for. That's right. So do your research. And it's not just the president and the senators and the House of Representatives. You have your local, yeah, you have your local elections. Please understand what and who you're voting for. That's all I can ask. November 3rd, please do your part, do your civic duty, make us proud. And however the chips fall, we got to live with it for the next two to four years. That's right. <laughs> with that being said, it's the lab. Thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out with us. That's Eric Burks. I'm Tall Boy. Yes. Dicks, happy birthday. Happy we birthday. <laughs>